Coming up in this episode of the KickCast, the drum pad gets smart, a lamp that you can fully customize, and a chalice for your drinks and snacks. It's episode 100, guys! So sit back and relax. It's time for the KickCast. Hey everybody, it is time for the KickCast, the podcast where we go out and find projects and let you know if you should backtrack or sack them. Welcome to episode 100, my friends. I'm KT Data, one half the show. Um, and joining me is a guest co-host for this episode, the co-host of the Noms podcast, Twitching Kitchen fame herself, and the cool duct tape diva, the one and only <laughs> Cousin Jane. How are you doing today? Oh gosh, that's quite an intro. I'm good. I'm good. <laughs> um, didn't, didn't you know this is what we do in, in this show is everybody gets really like extravagant intros because i always like spend this first half just worshiping drew and how awesome he is and you guys Uh may be wondering why drew isn't here um drew actually brought us a vidya um for you guys to see so let's switch it over there and uh hear some kind words from the one and only drew tyler hey everybody i wish i could be there for the 100th episode i'm sure it's gonna be slamming with kt and jane i bet it's gonna be awesome uh I can only imagine what they've got planned out for you. I'm sorry, I've got to take a quick break. I'm taking a, a couple shows off to kind of get back into the swing of fall semester and all the other millions of things that I do. Um, hope you can forgive me, but I will see you soon when the episodes aren't too much more. Boy, episode 100. Man, we've really done this. We've done some awesome things. Thanks for sticking with us, everybody. I appreciate it. KT appreciates it. Now, go have a show. <laughs> we missed you, Drew. Um Aww. I'm going to be excited when he comes back, but we do miss you, buddy. Um, and he, so you guys might be wondering the, the guy, he's literally had zero days to move back into his, um, he, he's a professor up the, at a local university and they've been remodeling his studio all summer long. And literally mm-hmm. he had like one day to move everything back in classes started the next day. So Dang. he's been running around that and his three kids are now all back in school. So. Um, he's yeah. trying to get all teachers that have a lot of craziness at this time of year. <laughs> I'm friends with a lot of teachers. Yeah. So that's why, uh, Drew's not here, but we miss you, man. But I'm glad you're here. Cousin Jane. Um, I'm glad you're here too. Yep. Because I would just be running around like a chicken with his head cut off. <laughs> yeah. and, <laughs> and like to give you guys a perspective, everybody's like, why is the quality of that video so bad? He barely had enough time to record that on his phone and send it to me via text message. And that's why it looks, oh. that's why it looks like so low quality. Cause it Through con- text message. Yeah. It converted it into like some low quality <laughs> video. So it could send that's kind of dumb, but oh, oh well, <laughs> but that's okay. That, that will give you an idea how busy he is. Okay. So cousin, before we actually jump into the projects, we have some news that we would like to uh, talk about and cover. Um, the yeah. first part of it is cousin you've backed kind of a lot of different projects and stuff before right i have said well, backed them <laughs> well you've you've at least backed a few of them and have, i've backed i've actually backed only one okay. and i still don't have it you still don't have it but are they give you, still giving you updates yeah they sent me an update yesterday okay. or maybe it was today so one of the one of the things that a lot of these projects do is they're not, they don't actually have the actual device. Like in your case, I don't think they actually had it created. Um, and they have a lot of prototypes and stuff. Um, and if you notice when you go through Kickstarter projects, um, some of them tend to be super, super long because they're actually trying to, uh, show you the process of it. So there's lots of photos and everything and Kickstarter before now, Kickstarter had never had a really good way of compressing them down 
into mm-hmm. kind of a gallery format. So what Kickstarter is doing, and they've announced this, it's not rolled out for everybody quite yet. Um, but what they're going to do is they're coming out with a prototype gallery. So that way you can go to one spot in your project and it can show photos and videos of each step of the project in development. And you can kind of go through the history. So they've given <laughs> you some pictures on what it looks like. Um, I actually looked up one of these projects and if you go to their page and you just scroll down right here, here's their gallery right here. So you can click on view gallery. Um, and it tell you know, it's kind of like your normal slider when you go through, it gives you little pictures of things. Um, it shows you like, this is a production prototype. Here's your design prototype, um, a functional prototype and, you know, proof of concept. And you can keep scrolling to see all of these different projects. So this is Mune, a new kind of electronic instrument that they're talking about, but it's kind of a nice convenient way that you can just scroll through and see the different steps of the project. You may not see your final product, but you can see how it's grown through the process. That's Um, pretty cool. Do you kind of like this kind of stuff, seeing the behind the scenes, the the things putting together? Um, Yeah, I always get a little sad when they don't send me an email after a while, because the only thing I've ordered was the Vortex, the, the water thaw thing. And I get a little sad and a little anxious when they don't send me something. So it's always good to like have this in the background and be like, okay, so this is the step they're on and it looks like it's really being worked on. So, Um, yeah. Yeah. So I, I I like you kind of see the process of things going in, but the one thing is, and you kind of got a a little view of that today when you were kind of going through everything and you saw how much, um, you know, how long some of these projects can be, right? The page can yeah. just scroll on and on and on. This kind of helps it compress it a little bit. And hopefully, I haven't tried this on mobile, but it might make a better experience if you're on your phone and looking at these. Hopefully. All right. So on to our second news today. Indiegogo has this awesome article that they posted, um, and I, I love the title of it. Your backers are investors. Treat them that, um, treat them that way. So, Cousin, do you kind of feel like you're an investor in the project that you actually backed? Yeah, yeah. With the with the um, uh, what do they call them? The updates. I think it's very awesome that they do that. They don't just take your money and then just go off and kind of work in the shadows and then hopefully hand you your product. They actually keep you updated and they're like, "Hey, we we know that you gave us money." They like stress that point. We know mm-hmm. you gave us this money and we really appreciate you backing us. Um, and they, they just give more information than you would typically ask for. So you feel like you're actually part of the process. Okay, yeah. And that, that's I, I feel like we harp on this on the show a lot, that communication is kind of the biggest key. Um, and, of course, you go to the actual blog post page, the first thing, communicating with your backers. So keeping communicating, because I think your thaw is probably overdue in terms of delivery, right? Oh, yeah. yeah but- <laughs> it was supposed to be delivered in, like, Three or four months, and it's been, I think, about two years. Yeah, um, so that, that's what's great about it is but you're still confident that they're going to deliver because you've been getting updates from them. Um, so communication is always important, and you kind of mentioned this a little bit earlier about having updates that build relationships. So um, you, you use that almost as a personal meeting, saying, hey, this is what we're doing, this is what we're doing, um, and you want to know, you, you want to, the, the article says you want to kind of, Assure them that they made a good choice in giving them 
money for the project. Um, so give them kind of, like I said, behind the scenes stuff. Um, ask them to share your hashtag on using, you know, using a hashtag pro tip. If you're going to use a hashtag, make sure you, uh, urban dictionary at first because yeah, that'll keep you out of trouble. <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, ask them to share a photo of the product when they get them, incentivize them somehow, like you have a referral program or invite them to kind of like help test out behind the scenes and stuff. Cause that is, that is another thing that I think people overlook. People love getting, you know, you might not be a full product, but they love getting a product that they can try and give you feedback and stuff on. So, yeah, people love alpha and beta testing stuff. Yeah. So that is, uh, that is a great way to kind of keep, keep people going while you're creating all your stuff. All right, so, cousin, I don't remember if this was actually part of the show when you last co-hosted, um, mm. but we like to call this the Kick Shouts, where we'll describe a project in 120 characters or less. This was actually sent in by these guys, and the project today is called Rock Dove, um, and there are premium, intuitively designed, minimalistic leather accessories embedded with the smartest eco-friendly tracking technology. So I actually looked at this; it's kind of pretty cool. These are kind of cool leather bags that are totally environmentally friendly. I don't know a lot about leather making, um, but inside each of them have a they have a Bluetooth device. So if you lose it, um, hopefully you can find it if it's in the same room. Or they're working on making a crowdsourced thing. So if it if it goes by another phone, it can kind of detect it and give you an idea mm. where to triangulate and find it. So make sure you guys go check them out. That is Rock Dove on Kickstarter. Okay, so cousin now. It's to the fun part. Um, we're going into our projects. So I know this, and probably people at Noms know this, but when you were going through school, you were in band, of course, right? Yes. Um, and so hopefully this you, you have some kind of uh, – because uh, you played the flute? Clarinet. Clarinet. Close. Close. <laughs> Close. I knew it was one of the two. Um, but so – you, you've probably at least seen people use drum pads and kind of know a little bit of the background oh, yeah. of drum pads, right? Yeah. So the problem with the drum pad, is they're good kind of practice things, but it's you know it's just one surface, right? You get one sound out of a drum pad. Mm-hmm. So our first project tonight is called the Bop Pad, and it's a smart fabric drum pad. So what happens with the Bop Pad is it's it looks like your normal drum pad um, if you look at it. But on there, there's actually four different quadrants you can use. Um, and you can program those quadrants to play different sounds or react differently. What's great about it is it also is velocity sensitive. So how fast or how hard you hit the um, drum pad will rep- reproduce a sound. Um, it has continuous radius and pressure. So you can like use one as like a hold pedal or something and make different sound effects with it. It's fully programmable with uh, MIDI notes. Um, and can detect all these four spots on it, and it runs off USB. Um, what, huh. I, what, what, I, what I love about this is that you can actually um, totally almost put a full drum kit into one single drum pad. Yeah. Um, I like the recording, the recording part of it. Yeah, and you can see how, how, like, how much you can program this. It's fully programmable. You can change it. Um, and what's cool about this is I love the guys who actually make this. These guys are, um, it's the company is called Keith McMillan. And you may have heard a couple of them because they've actually done, this is their third or fourth Kickstarter, I believe. Um, and they've introduced things like the Q, Q Nexus and what was the other one? The Q Needle, which are kind of MIDI pads. So more like you see on DJs where they're kind of pressing those pads and stuff. Yeah, little lo- squares. Yeah, they've, they created a lot of those. 
And um, now they're trying this drum pad, which I, I think is great. Because um, now, because for me, I can't have a whole drum kit in my house. I can't even play the drums. But um, those are kind of some of the problems, right? If you want to learn how to play the drums, you can't have them. Cousin, does this look like something that you would use? Probably not me, but I could see our band at church using it. Just for yeah. like creating our own um, drum sounds instead of like buying the one that comes with the tracks and stuff. So, yeah, I've, I've, I could see probably not me getting it. I would track it, but our church would probably, our church would probably buy it. You, you, you you're, you're telling me you wouldn't want to become like the, one of those like cool instrumentalist YouTubers where you're playing like a full song on it. Um, no. No. <laughs> I, I love if i wanted to learn drums i would rather learn on an actual drum set <laughs> um I, but I, I think that this is pretty cool yeah i, I think it's cool because it's compatible with most um uh, music software they're actually mi- using uh web midi and web audio api so it's like fully programmable and you can integrate it into a lot of other cool workflows so i think as a mu- musician this thing is really cool and I, I can't wait to see you go to a concert and some guys like just playing a whole yeah, concert that's what on I this. this is way cool um so did you mention this is this a backtrack or sack for you cousin i think this is a track for me um but i i i really like the idea of it <laughs> yeah this one's a back for me because i am a big kind of per player of wanting to try different input methods for making music. I mean, to, for this show, um, to the way I actually switch all these scenes and stuff is I actually use a MIDI pad. So it'd be interesting to see if I got one of these, how I could put it into this. Yeah, the drums. I could just be playing the drums the entire time on the show <laughs> while we're switching. That. <laughs> well, you can use your fingers too. I'd let you use your fingers. Yeah, no, yeah, that's true. You, you don't even have to use a drumstick because it's, it's sensitive enough where you can just tap on it and it does cool things. Mm-hmm. So I, yeah, that would be... I think that's cool. Um, so that Ooh. is the bop pad. All right. So on to our next project. And this is the one that you picked, cousin. Um, yeah. And I have no segue that, to go with a drum pad and this, which is really, really embarrassing because usually I can connect them. Somehow. Well, I guess it's it's also something that's customizable because <laughs> in the drum set, you can customize that. This is a customizable <laughs> lamp. It's uh yeah. Right, so um, what is our second people project? People sleep and people need light to be in the band and <laughs> good, There it is. Good, good, yeah, yeah, good <laughs> I, I I good effort. That was better than me. So, but cousin, yeah. so what is our second project? <laughs> so our second project um it's called the Orchid Lamps. And I don't know if the actual actual name of it is lamps or if it's orchid lamp. Okay, orchid LED table lamp. And I think this is super cool. I could see hotels really taking use of this because I think that I think that people would get more use of it there um, in the beginning, and then people would buy it for their house. But I really like the idea of this. It's a um, customizable LED lamp. You can actually, I I thought that the video was hilarious in the beginning. Um, You can actually switch from like a bright light to like a warm light. Like, you know, at at nighttime where they tell you. Yeah, so you can change the color temperature from daylight to to, um, indoor yellow light. Yeah, an indoor. 
And um, I think it's really cool. They it actually there's two different kinds. There's the satellite and the master lamp. Um, the master lamp is cool because it's sort of like a coffee maker. You can actually set a timer to it to like wake you up. Like it'll gradually come on and then it'll act like morning light coming yes, through. So, so if you have like a weird like sleep schedule, like maybe you're a flight attendant or you work the overnight shift and just weird stuff like that, it can wake you up with like morning daylight. Yeah, or if you don't even have a window in your room, this is a great yeah. way too because it kind of tries to simulate the sun rising. Mm-hmm. Um, yeah, we we keep our all of our windows closed unless our power's out. But... <laughs> Um, yeah, it's really cool. It'll it'll actually charge your phone. It has two USB connections. Um, you can actually set it to do the opposite. And if you're falling asleep and you're stupid lazy like me and Jesse are, and you don't even want to roll over and <laughs> shut off the light, you can schedule it <laughs> to shut off by itself. <laughs> so it's really cool. I thought that was cool because watching one of the videos... It looked like the dude just like fell asleep with the light on, and then I see it gradually turn off. And I'm like, oh, okay, so they're lazy like we are. <laughs> <laughs> yeah, and that's what the clapper is for. Yeah, exactly. Um, yeah, but, uh, yeah, and this like even has a phone app, app and stuff. So mm-hmm. if you're even super lazy, you just have your phone right there. You, know, <laughs> you, you can even shut it off like when you're away. <laughs> and like there's the work setting. So if you're like super late at night and you need to like look at, like important cloth business. patterns or whatever she's looking at <laughs> you can turn it on to like <laughs> is that what people do in the middle of night i don't know that's what she looks like she's doing <laughs> or maybe she was coloring on those color me stress-free sheets or whatever i don't know but you can set it to like fluorescent setting so it's really cool i i really i really like this one yeah and i love how it has the, the satellite lamps where you can like sync all the lamps. So you mm-hmm. set the master lamp and then all the other lamps kind of change to the right color temperature and do all the fancy stuff like that. Um, yeah. I, I think it's a cool idea. How much is this thing going for? Um, uh, it wasn't cheap. <laughs> $450 for the satellite lamp and uh, yeah. uh, like six, uh, 525 for the master lamp. Yeah, for the master lamp. So, so keep in mind, this doesn't even add, have bulbs. The light and light in it is built into this lamp and it's supposedly three times as bright as a normal led lamp. yeah a 60 watt uh, yeah so uh, yeah yeah so is this it a- jumps from 45 dollars to get the orchid lamp t-shirt <laughs> to 450 like there's nothing in between i guess i mean you could d- donate like a hundred dollars and you'll still get a t-shirt but yeah yeah um so is this a backtracker sack for you <laughs> If I had the money, it would be a back. I really, I really like this a lot. Um, it's it's a track for me just because it, it's a little pricey for me for a lamp. Um, yeah, and I, you know, I, I right now I love in my house. I have these, um, um, I have these switch mates. This thing is so. I haven't done a review on them, but these switch mate things are so cool because. Um, what you do is there's magnets on them and you just throw them on top of your um, plate on your switches and mm-hmm. it's connected via Bluetooth and you can just use that to remotely turn off on and off stuff. And there's sort oh. of a timer. It, don't, it, it doesn't do the fancy things like change the color temperature and stuff because it's still dependent on my light socket bulb. 
But, yeah. you know, it, this looks like a really cool idea. And I just love that idea of having satellite things because I know, uh, I think that's some what the of, world's turning into. Yeah. I think some of the light systems out there, like the smart light bulbs and stuff, you have to like manually set them one by one, um, mm-hmm. which is, sounds like a pain. <laughs> All right. So for our last project tonight, I decided to pick something that kind of has a throwback to noms where it's a little bit food related. Um, so, cousin, do you ever have this problem? You and Jesse or Walnut go to the go to the movies, right? And yeah, you, you always got to get some snacks, right? You don't go to the movies and not get some kind of concession, right? I don't actually. Uh, go with I me. I bring it. <laughs> well, <laughs> so do you, have you ever had this problem though? You go get, get concessions. Um, you know, one hand's holding the popcorn, the other hand's holding your drink, and you like trying to make sure you don't spill everything and then somehow you have the tickets like pinched yeah. in between two fingers and try half not- the popcorn is always on the floor by the time i walk into the theater <laughs> yeah. um so hopefully this this project is going to solve that it is called the chalice and it is an all-in-one snacks and drink vessel that's right interesting one container to hold all your snacks and your drinks um in it so what it is is it's this cup and then on, on top of the cup um, and around where the straw is is a bowl where you can hold fruit, candy, or whatever kind of dry food. And in between, the lid between the cup and the bottom of the bowl is a, is a um, what, what do they call it? A thermal barrier. So that way, if you have a cold drink on the bottom and you have your hot popcorn, it's good, they're going to keep their temperature. So your hot popcorn's still oh, going to be warm. Oh, that's cool. And your drinks are going to stay cold so the heat doesn't transfer between the two of them. So the straw doesn't like penetrate into it. Yeah, I guess. Um, and what's great about it is it comes in three sizes, so you can get the large, which comes with a thirty-two ounce cup and a eighty-five ounce bowl, a medium that comes with a twenty-two ounce cup and a forty-six ounce bowl, and a small that has a twelve ounce cup and a twenty-two ounce bowl. So the small is kind of your single, and your large is more your like family size stuff. Um, yeah, I wouldn't share. <laughs> You'd get the it large and not share. Roomy. I'd fill it full of Skittles or something. <laughs> and what, what's even cool about it is even with the bowl part, they actually have these dividers that you can put in. Let's see if I can find it. So there's like a two-way b- divider, four-way b- divider, and a six-way divider. The dividers are kind of cool because I've seen where like the two-way one, they'll fill half of it with salsa and they'll fill the other half with chips so you don't have to worry oh. about you know worrying about that. And of course, it has your lid. Which there's a couple of them. You can do your lunchbox flat lid, or you can have a dome lid um, mm-hmm. on top of it. And it has a lanyard where you can just wear it yeah, around your neck. That's which is my concern is that thing's going to topple over. <laughs> but you got lids for it. <laughs> yeah, you have lids, but it's still going to topple over. But if you have a lanyard that comes in the color black only, I think you're good. Yeah. I like how it gives you the color choice of black, and that is the only color. Yeah, it's just like the Model T. Black. You can get it in any color you want as long as it's black. <laughs> yeah <laughs> and it comes in blue purple yellow and red um does this sound like something cup. you would want cousin um not for me probably because um i think they could see that i was bringing food into the theater <laughs> if i did it like this <laughs> it's like ma'am what's that around your neck Ah, <laughs> uh, nothing it's my just chalice my it's necklace a, it's a family heirloom it's from Tiffany's. No, I I don't know. <laughs> well, uh, so yeah, I, like in the movie theater, I it seems like a stretch. 
but it seems like this is a good idea for at home and stuff when you're having like family movie night and things like that. So you don't have to have like more than one thing. I can't right? imagine no? Jesse and I like. <laughs> what? Wait, you're not going around holding like, these hey, things on date night yeah, at just, home yeah, watching just, like Hot Fuzz or something. Yeah, just you know, he'll be like, "Hey, babe, grab the chalice." <laughs> oh, is it date night? <laughs> It's like, yeah, fill it with popcorn. Maybe, okay. I could see, like, bringing this and then, like, filling it with state food. State fair food. Oh, no, you could take this lemonade at the bottom. You you, you would be the talk of the town if you brought this to, like, a family reunion at a picnic or something. Yes, I would be the talk of the town. (laughs) (laughs) What are you saying? What are you saying? Like, you, you could... You could like have gummy bears and stuff in there and just walk yeah. around and say, Hey Uncle Bob, how you doing? You want a gummy bear? <laughs> I I just want to see how this goes. I could see people getting it. I think it's very bulky though. Yeah. The, the, like I think it could still be very top heavy. Yeah. Um, I'm, I'm trying to imagine a thirty two ounce cup hanging on uh, off my you know chest with a little that's giant Trenta bolt. Yeah, size yeah w- at w- starbucks <laughs> i love how you evaluate things into starbucks cup sizes well i worked in the beverage industry so i had to know my sizes that's Trenta size this is not Trenta size this is like grande size <laughs> that's closer to the, that is that is that closer to the medium that's a 22 ounce or is it closer to small small is a 16 ounce so so yeah so so small. So I don't know. Grande is sixteen ounces. I don't know what I don't know what you're asking exactly. Well, no, comparing it to the different sizes of chalice because the small chalice is twelve ounces. That's a ounces. venti. It's yeah. Starbucks size. <laughs> uh, hopefully, people at home can relate because they probably drink as much coffee as I do. Yeah. <laughs> uh, but yeah, so you, you have that giant thirty-two ounce cup, and then you have an eighty-five ounce bowl that's going around it too. It's gigantic. Like, yeah, yeah. I can't I, I don't think I could give like like a two year old child this <laughs> without them just falling over with the <laughs> just, amount of just, gummy just bears that are in the thing. <laughs> yeah. Just like touch it and the kid just falls over. So <laughs> like, come here. here I, 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 like, I like those terrible uh, gummy bears. Come over here. <laughs> I do I like that it looks like a giant like cotton candy maker. So I just want it I want cotton candy right so, now. So <laughs> So you want them to replace the bowl with a cotton candy maker? So you can just yes. sit there and make cotton candy. <gasps> yes. Yes. Please. I can just have cotton candy all the time. <laughs> somebody, that would be amazing. So, somebody invent that and that's like an insta back for Or a popcorn maker. Just like put popcorn at the bottom and it heats up that's and just, pops that, up that top. That sounds dangerous, cousin. Considering <laughs> how close that is to you. You're gonna have hot oil and it's butter. Just like you're on your chest and it's just <laughs> Popping. <laughs> <laughs> oh, hey, it could work. Yeah, I love I love how the chat room's like, it's like flavor flav, yeah. I'll be like <laughs> chalice flavor flav, man. Got my drink and my, my candy all together, yo. Yeah. So, <laughs> <Tart. laughs> I don't so this is a backtracker sack for you. This is a track for me. I like the idea of it. Yeah, I'd have to see this in person first to see if like yeah it's KT sized or not because I'd want I'd, the, I'd want the thirty two ounce one because again I'm lazy. <laughs> yeah, I gotta get up to get a refill. What? <laughs> All right, 
So that is it for our normal projects. And finally, we are going to our sack of the week. (laughs) And uh, so the sack of the week is usually a project we like to feature um, that just, you know, could use a little TLC or some market research or just extremely ridiculous. Um, I don't think you and I are really subject matters in this because we don't have any kids. Um, I have Jesse. He goes missing occasionally. <laughs> so, so, put it on him to figure out where so, he. So, maybe so, he isn't so, coming home. So, so, so maybe I'm wrong. You have a problem where you lose your husband occasionally. Yes, exactly. <laughs> um, don't you wish you could have a patch or something? Because I mean, he sometimes he'll forget his phone and stuff. You try to give him a call and he won't answer, right? And you mm-hmm. do find my phone, and all of a sudden it says he's at home, and then you look over at his computer, and that's where his phone is, right? Yeah, or it just dies. Um, so, so this project is called the Anti-Kidnapping Patch, or the AKP. Um, mm-hmm. Look at this amazing sample picture right here. Where It he, looks like it should be a video. Where, where, yeah, so he doesn't have a video, and here's kind of like what the patch looks like. And I love this, like, did he do this on his iPad or... Use MS I don't know. Paint. Look at the letter X. <laughs> to, what what is going on with that letter? To, to write exactly. Exa- yeah. It's and, like he forgot how to do this side yeah, of and, the X. And, and 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 I love how the L is lowercase, so it's exampi. <laughs> exampi. <laughs> okay, so um, my favorite part of this. Oh, uh, okay. go ahead. Go ahead. <laughs> Is the fact that he's asking for $125,000. But did you see like the length of the actual project? Yeah, I'll show you. So do you, do you want to see my favorite part of this? What? Um, if you look at the project right here, under its description, a patch your child can wear, W-A-R-E, for up to a month at a time. So he's going oh. to wear it down. <laughs> yeah. Okay, up uh, to a month. So that means if the child doesn't wash its arm, then it could be up to a month. But if he like is a normal normal kid bather, and listens it, to his parents and day. says, "Wash your hands, Timmy." Yeah, one day probably. <laughs> um, and so to look at the rest of the project, so I'll read it to you. It's because it's a short. If you have children like myself, a space between my and self, you know how sick you would. How how sick you would be to lose your child to a kidnapping, capital K. Capital K. Every, every day, over 500 children are abducted to predators. It can happen to you or I in a split second. Still nothing of this, still nothing of this kind of technology has been developed. Like a birth control patch, my AKP patch will be placed on your child and will last up to, or last for up to a month. This then, this then can be replaced at your child's school with the nurse or simply do it yourself. The AKP will give you an alert to your phone when your child isn't home, at home, school, friend's house, or wherever you place the address of where your child should be. Even a specific time can be placed. Uh, that's it. Um, yeah. For a dollar and more, you can get his outlook, and the description of that is keep an open mind. An estimated delivery is December 2019. As we are recording this episode, it is August 2016. <laughs> he has 25 days to go, and his only pledge is one dollar, 
and he's asking for $125,000. Yeah, this just, how do you have a dollar? There's, mine's at zero. At least add the $125,000 option to, well, like, go all in. Well, look at this. So, like, from a project standpoint, it's terrible because he only has one tier, and you can't even get the patch out of the tier. I know. And that's I, I don't understand. He doesn't even talk about how it works. He's just like, okay, there's a thing that I feel like would be cool, yeah. so can I have $125,000? Yeah. I'm not really going to tell you how it works. And and he doesn't. Yeah, he doesn't tell you where where the money's going. Yeah, where the money's going, and I still don't understand the three-year gap between you donating a dollar and he has to like and him giving you his outlook. He has to like get magic or something in the next like two years or three years or (laughs) whatever. Three years. He's like, okay, I have to like, I have to hire a wizard, and I have to get this IT guru and. Tell them, and maybe they'll make it for me. What, but I need three years. What's the wizard going to do? I don't know. Keep your child from... <laughs> like, how, okay, how do you... It'll give you an alert to your phone. How do you do that without a wizard helping you? <laughs> <laughs> I don't know. <laughs> I don't know. Like, it seems like he just had this idea, and he's like, well, if I throw it on a Kickstarter, I'm just going to make both a little money so I can make it happen, right? Um, yeah. But, you know, we, we tell a lot of project creators this, too. Make sure you have a well-formed idea... And, like, I mean, how are you treating your investors by having them wait three years, even if they give you, like, what if somebody plopped down 105K right now? Yeah. We should do that. Let's (laughs) let's get our own GoFundMe account just so we can raise enough money to fund this guy. Yeah. Um, We're we're confused. (laughs) Some guy says he'd totally invest in wizard technology. Yes. D-Max has a good point. It takes three years to figure out which tax havens to hide this money. Yeah. I mean, he's obviously not going to get the money. So he's pretty much just wasting people's time with this. I just have no idea. This is is a good example of everything you should not do when you're doing a project. And that's why we have this act of the week. Um, It's not malicious or anything, but we just, like, through... Looking at all the projects prepping for this show, I find some really bad projects, and this one is awful. <laughs> yeah, he even says the world may not be ready for this type of technology. So that's that's his risk. <laughs> yeah. Um, so that is the sack of the week. And unfortunately, cousin, that is the end of this episode of the uh. KitCast, episode 100. Cousin... Thank you, thank you so much for being part of episode 100. It means a lot to me. Um, It means a lot to me that you asked me to be here specifically on your 100th episode. (laughs) Yeah, it's kind of nuts. I thought about it. I think this show's three or four years old now. I don't know. Dates are blurring and I'm getting old and see now. Uh, (laughs) um, But, and yeah, to everybody who's listening at home, who's listened to one or all 100 episodes, thank you guys so much. I appreciate it. Um, you guys are our investors. Yeah, I love you all. Extra hugs when we meet in real life if you want a hug. Because I, I don't say it on this show, but I say it on noms a lot where, you know, I have a hug tab. So if you ever meet me in real life, feel free to cash in on the hug tab if you would like. If you don't, that's cool. Either way, yeah. Right? <laughs> I don't hand out hugs. Yeah, I'm the, I'm the only one who does hugs. Um, but we'd love to hear you guys. If you have a cool sack of the week, if you have any projects you want to cover, or if you just have a kick shout, 
Shoot us an email, kickcast at ktdata.net, or leave it on our Facebook page, facebook.com slash kickcast. Of course, you can always tweet us the projects um, at ktdata at KT Data for myself. Um, you could tweet Cousin Jane, too, at Jane um, TV. But you should, yeah, you, no should, you should tweet her cooking stuff, because that's what she does. Yeah. Um, not kickstart stuff. I don't. I wouldn't know what to do with it. I would just hold it, yeah, and then just drop it, yeah, because I have no idea what to do. <laughs> but you can send it to me or send it to Drew at night twenty. Actually, all of you, if you guys are listening, um, I know Drew's busy, but what you should do is get on Twitter and do at night twenty and say, "Congrats on a hundred awesome Kickcast episodes. We love you." Go out and do that. Drew will appreciate it because, like I said, he's a little stressed out right now. So, little encouragement is always good. Um, and, of course, we always love everybody who watches live. All of you guys are awesome. I know some of you guys have been watching all 100 episodes and all 56 episodes of the Noms and <clears> have <throat> been watching stuff that Cousin and I have been doing for over, what is it now, Cousin, like seven, eight years? Uh, <laughs> it's uh, I've been broadcasting almost nine years yeah like it's almost a decade that some of these guys we've known some of these guys appreciate all of you even if you're new i appreciate all you guys too you guys are awesome um and of course so if you want to watch live our next episode will be september 13th 2016 again not with me won't be with jane um i have a special guest host for that um and it's not dito either but you know i always had like dito but you'll be seeing more of Dito because Salt Lake Comic Con is this week. So pay attention to ktdata.net. Um, and just pay attention to all the social media networks. We'll let you know when we go live on that day. Of course, kickcast.net has all show notes. Cousin, do you got anything to plug before we go? Um, I'm doing two episodes of Twitch and Kitchen this week. Ooh, one so- on Thursday night, one on Friday during the day. I'm doing like all dessert making that Ooh, day. So so for people who have never seen Twitch and Kitchen before, kind of describe what happens over there. Oh, you want me to? Yeah. Okay. I thought you were about to. I'm like, okay, go ahead. <laughs> uh, Twitch and Kitchen is a cooking show on Twitch. That is on my channel. It's just called Twitch and Kitchen. And I set up Two of my cameras in the kitchen, that red thing behind me, and cook. So it could be stuff that y'all make or that y'all tell me to make or stuff that I find on Pinterest or stuff that I've been making throughout the years. Um, This week I'm doing dinner on Thursday night and then Friday during the day I'm making a ton of desserts for a one-year-old's birthday party on Saturday and the Alabama USC viewing party for football <laughs> college football season yeah i know it's here so excited all right yeah. so yeah you guys make sure you go to twitch.tv slash jane underscore ds underscore jane underscore ds um mm-hmm. and you guys make sure you check it out it's cool i watch sometimes i watch but it's at work so i can't chat or anything so i'm like yeah. that creeper family member just waiting for the food to be done uh, <laughs> with a plate <laughs> yep yep get ready that's me because i can't cook i'd burn things lots of things um all right guys again thank you so much for 100 episodes and hopefully we will have 100 more till next week or until in two weeks guys we'll see you bye-bye bye